Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Uh, Bingley here once again with uh, Christmas Eve Roundabout here on 3MDR 97.1 FM. Thank you for joining me. Hope you're having a good uh, afternoon, not running around the shops like a crazy thing. Christmas treat this evening at 6 o'clock. I'll be talking to the wonderful singer Kavisha Mazella. She lives over in Perth now, so I'm looking forward to having a chat with her. The usual menagerie of music, a bit of environmental news. So stick around. And um, all the best for the season. And, uh, yeah, happy and healthy New Year. Okay, hopefully uh, Kavisha Bazella is waiting on the line over there in Perth. Um, She's got a new CD out called Empty Sky. This is a track called, um, what's it called? Love Call Your Name. And it's written by a fantastic uh, uh, author or songwriter, Yarak Cheskovich. 3MDR.
3 MDR. That was the wonderful Joni Mitchell, another track from her fantastic album, All I, um, yeah, Blue. My brother introduced me to that uh, album many years ago, and uh, I'm sure Commissioner Mozilla wouldn't mind me playing that after her fantastic track, Love I Call Your Name, from her new CD, Empty Sky. And it's great pleasure to have you on the line, though, Kavisha. And good job I had a CD ready for when uh, these mobile phones drop out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thanks, lovely to be with you. Yeah, it's been years. You know, I think the last time I saw you was that uh, um, fundraiser for the uh, Woods Society, I think, at Brunswick Town Hall. Jack. Uh, oh, wow. Jack. Um, yeah, Jack Quigley. Jack Quigley organised that, yeah. <laughs> I was very, yeah. very pleasant, oh very, very pleasant surprise to see you there, actually. So you're way over there in Perth, aren't you now? And um, you were just saying off air, um, you, you're a Londoner like me, and you migrated to uh, to Western Australia when you first came out from uh, from England. And um, yeah, you've, you're back to your own, uh, own, your old stomping grounds over there in Perth and Fremantle, I do believe, uh, Kavisha. Yes, yes. Um, I'm spending time in Perth and Fremantle. Actually, living north of Perth in a place called Yanship which has got a national park and a lagoon and incredible to live by the sea after so many years away. And it's the sort of place where you just hear the sound of the sea all the time. You know, you go outside your house, you just hear the sound of the sea. And uh, at night time, it's very soothing going to bed and hearing the sound of the sea. Oh, Mm. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, you missed. Uh, I missed hearing you on the radio. You were forever t- popping up on PBS and Triple R, and um, yeah, you're quite a regular on John Fain's show for a while, wasn't he? He's retired now, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah. He has. Mm-hmm. I, but um, yeah, I, oh, uh, it's been busy, and then all of a sudden, boom! You find yourself, whoa, the other side of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, and um, talking about that, we've certainly missed our travel this year, we, Kavisha Mazella. You probably uh, uh, missed your beloved Bali, as we all do, and, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I miss going to Bali. And the thing, the painful thing is we're very close here in Perth. It's only, like, three hours and you're there. Um, oh, wow. And, yeah, it's so close. It's so close. It's ridiculous. But, of course, we can't go anywhere. No. And, um and we were going to go do our Cantiamo trip to Italy this year, but we had to cancel. Um, we were going to go to Sicily and Tuscany, and we had to, of course, cancel that yeah. um, because of COVID. And uh, so it's, yeah, been a year where everything's had to stop. I mean, other things have happened, though, which have been surprising, but it was difficult at first, of course difficult um yeah i lost a lot of work and uh, i kind of i was just like in shock for a few days until i i decided okay this must be a sign i've got to become a beach bum <laughs> time for you to relax kavisha <laughs> yeah 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 actually funny thing is when i had that that crazy thought i actually felt a lot better um because I kind of surrendered to the whole wipeout, basically that COVID was, and I think the, I think probably the lesson there was the more you let go, the easier it is to deal with the loss, because it was a big loss. Um, a lot of festivals, a lot of travel, a lot of things were set up, and then everything just disappeared overnight. Oh. 
And um, but I was lucky. I was living over here in WA, and our lockdown was um, shorter than any. But it was still six weeks of lockdown, and then a cautious emergence. And, and cautious, 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 and then it's um, it's still you know we've still got COVID restrictions. Uh, for example, in in places in gigs, we have gigs where you don't have to wear masks, but they're restricting how many people come in. Yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it, at least we, you know, it, it left us um, appreciating all the things we took for granted, I have to say. So yeah. that was good. Yeah, I went up to Warburton um, a couple of Fridays ago. Um, Malini from, uh, probably know this band, Baba Ganoush. They do... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she phoned up and can I do an interview pr- promote our gig because we're back at gigging. It's, it, was, yeah, it was just wonderful. It's just like just old, like old times with dancing and... Uh, I didn't know anybody oh, there. I went with a friend, went with a friend, seeing, and I didn't know anybody there but Warburton, and um, yeah, just met some lovely new people, etc. So it's just like old times again. See, and same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there's just a new appreciation for such things, you know. Yes. Uh, really, an absolutely beautiful appreciation has come out of this for the gift of live music. Yes. And getting together and doing stuff and and you know actually it's not so bad not to have to you know like the fact that you have to restrict um you know uh, the amount of people that pack into a place it, it's not that bad mm. in fact i actually quite like it <laughs> <laughs> you've been doing a gig, few gigs lately haven't you i was reading around uh, Perth there? Yeah, uh, yeah I week. just did the CD launch um, because the the album, the album Empty Sky uh, actually came out in March, but yes. of course nothing could be done because, you know, everything was closed because of COVID. But finally I decided I really want to launch this album. So on December the 11th, we I gathered with a couple of musician, really great musician friends, and we did some songs from the album in an old paint warehouse that's been reconfigured into a creative space called the Fibonacci, Fibonacci Centre Fremantle, and it's a place where there's artists have their studios and then there's a big performance space in the middle of it with a cafe. And, um, and that was just a fantastic way to launch the album and even though it's like launched way after the time it actually got manufactured, it feels like completed. It's like a ritual. It's like um, having a christening for a baby or something like that. You know, something, a, a feeling of completion, you know? Oh, okay. Uh, doing, doing something like that for an album because every album is a... Um, um, it's a bit like an initiation, I reckon. Yeah, um, yeah. In the sense of you go through the struggle of choosing the songs, making the songs, finding the money to pay the musicians, <laughs> the product, you know, like when you're an independent musician, you haven't got anyone supporting you to do these crazy things. So, you know... It's um, quite something to actually give birth to an album these days. 
So it felt really good to give it a good party and a good, you know, official opening. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, we just played um, Love Call Your Name. Tell us a bit about uh, the Australian Polish composer Gerard, and you can pronounce his second name, please. Czechovich. <laughs> Czechovich. Czechovich. Yeah. Yeah, he's from your area of the world. He lives up in, is it Tacoma? Oh, yeah, not far from here. I went through Tacoma this, uh, this evening, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's an amazing artist. Um, he studied composition in Poland, and he's been a big, um, I suppose, for one of a better way of saying it, fan of meditation and spirituality and also writes his own chants and songs um, and he often has great solstice gatherings where he does events often at the Augustine Centre down in Melbourne but and he's a really wonderful artist that when I first started Empty Sky at Northgate Uniting Church um, when Daryl Collis was there, Reverend Daryl Collis was was running the joint um he invited a lot of artists you know we're not churchgoers really um but he opened the church up for concerts and and exhibitions and he invited us to become part of the chalice community and that's when i started this idea of empty sky which is playing chants and songs from different um different cultures and different uh, wisdom traditions so Sufis Buddhism, Christian um, Hindu wherever there's a grain of truth and with that bit in that bit is put into music I'm really interested in that so um, I put this album together which travels around the world in the wisdom traditions and including mystic poetry of Rumi and um, Kabir uh, as well so Yarek um, was one of the musicians who used to play at the Northcote United Church and um, and also for the Boat. And I asked him if he'd like to, you know, collaborate. And this was one of his songs, and that's how come I, I learned it. And I love it so much, and people love this song so much that I asked him if I could put it on the new album. And then I added an Italian um, translation to it as well because it felt like so good to sing it in Italian as well. Mm. Um, your eighth album, I remember just going back a bit, um, we spoke about Mermaids in the World, and that took you ages, I think I'm correct in saying that, took you ages to record, <laughs> and uh, a, lo- yeah, a, real, a, real, a real labour of love, wasn't it, uh, Kavisha? Yeah, yeah. Well, every album is, is a kind of, a, it's like a child, every childbirth is different, and um, that first album took five years, yes. Yeah. yeah, a long time. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Album. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, tell us a bit about um, your work with the uh, uh, your great ambassador for the uh, Asylum Seeker Resource Centre. Is there one in Perth there at all? Uh, there's something called Carad, not with the same name, but with the same intention, helping people. Um, with um, practical everyday um, needs to to exist in um, our society at the moment, which under these conditions, which uh, refugees are um, not um, really acknowledged, 
Uh, and so CARAD is the organization, and if you just type in C-A-R-A-D, you'll see what they get up to. And they have a food van, and you can, and they um, make sure that they're giving um, refugees uh, work skills, language skills, and all those things. I mean, I'm passionate about refugees because my mum was a refugee. I think I've got that extra bit of passion for it because... Our family come from that experience as well. Mm. Uh, when my mum was small, she walked with her mother and her two brothers into India um, when the Japanese uh, bombed Burma. Oh, and okay. a lot of people, a lot. It's a, it's called the trek. It's it's a it's a huge part of history that is a very um, under. Uh, um, What's the word? People are not that aware of it, but it's really big part of Asian history. This massive trek of people walking into India, exile, big exile mm, uh, journey, yeah. Exodus from India. That's right to Bur from Burma, and the Nagas um, are the people that helped them. Naga Nagaland right now is trying to is uh, agitating for independence from India. And they are on the border between Burma and India in northeast India, right? And they are a, considered a state of India, yeah? Mm -hmm. And um, so our family and many, many, many families walked. And um, there's a wonderful book by my mum, one of a cousin of my mother, who talks about this incredible walk. It's called White Butterflies by Colin McFedron. And, um, and Colin wrote the story of his family's walk into India and his mother and sister didn't make it. Very sad. Beautifully written book and also about his time coming to Australia after the war. And um, there's a lot of Burmese here in, um, from those times who, who uh, were refugees and came out to Australia, to Perth, actually. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a big, um, I feel, you know, if any way I can help, why not? Yes, yes, uh, yeah, you're, you're wonderful uh, how you bring attention to uh, the asylum seeker problem all the time on Facebook well, there. You're a really embarrassed. Thank you. Really well, look, it, it can happen any time. Like, yes. you know, my grandmother, my grandmother was the head of Girl Guides in Burma, and my grandfather was a district commissioner. Like, they were wealthy, well-off people. And all of a sudden, they had to shut up their whole house and take off, you know, run for their lives. So wealth is not, you know, there's no protection, you know, from, no. from war. Like. No, of course, yep. So, yeah. This is uh. 3MDR 97.1 FM. I'm talking to the wonderful Kafisha Paola Mazella. And uh, got a new seat, a new album out, Empty Sky. Not to be confused with Elton John's album of the same name. Oh, I was saying, <laughs> I had no idea Elton John had an album called Empty Sky. That's the, it's, shamefully I didn't know. But actually, I was rather pleased because I really love Elton John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, another, another yeah. creative writer. But, but, but my my album is Empty Sky, Sacred Songs and Chants. Yep. 
which is uh, he doesn't have that on his album. No, I'm sure. <laughs> <It's not quite laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. Yeah, Empty Skies, <laughs> name of, of meditative, calming, heart-opening songs from Kavisha. The music tinged with mystic poetry from Rumi Kabir, Saint Francis of Assisi, contemporary Australian-Polish composer Yarad Cheskovich, as well as Kavisha's own compositions. And uh, you collaborate with the wonderful uh, double bass player Nicholas Lyon. Nicholas. And yeah, he's well loved in the hills, hey. Yeah. Um, because he often plays for the uh, Puffing Billy. He plays on the Puffing Billy train. Oh, does he? Um, yeah, Nick is a yes. He does. He does. Um, Nick is um, fabulous musician. Um, he's um, played. He's played a lot of. He he writes a lot of film music actually. He's he, an orchestral kind of type sounds, and he does the fireworks, the New Year's fireworks in Lake. Um, Jubilee Lake at Dalesford. Yes. He often plays for that and other amazing things. And yeah, well, we've become friends from my time living in Castle, Maine. And we had a little, he was playing with me with uh, Jack Norton. We had a little band called Trio Ritornella. Mm. And, um, and uh, so he, he very kindly uh, agreed that I could come and record at his place, his studio, his home studio. And and he plays the Gokland Spiel, the harp, and the bowed double bass. My goodness. <laughs> On the oh. album, yeah. Yeah. Very so, it was a fabulous experience. Yeah, very talented musician by the sounds of it. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Nick is just uh, the most incredible musician um, to be... Like, he's been going since the 60s, and he's just still going and still passionate about music and loves music. He doesn't have his own album, unfortunately, because he's always playing on other people's albums, you know? Because yeah. he's a master accompanist, you know? Oh, wow. I to but, um, but he has, or he had actually an album years and years and years ago. It was a record. But I've been trying to pressure him to actually put it out, re put it out again as a whatever you put things out. I mean, I was mad in a way to make a CD because a lot of people don't use CDs. But I actually like the physical thing. Yes, I really like I having a physical album. Yeah, I do. And mm. there's another fellow presenter um, does a show on Saturday evening. Uh, yeah, he just loves CDs as well. Yeah, physical thing. But you're... you're well, it just feels good. Yes. It feels good to hold that CD. And then, you know, when you're on the radio, you put it in the... CD play, you you know the number you've got to play. It's so nice. Yeah, it's such a nice way of operating, I think. And yeah. also, you get artwork and you exactly. get lyrics. You know, and the information on the on the beautiful. sleeve on the sleeves as well. Yeah, yeah. It's very hard to keep looking at a computer all the time. It doesn't yeah. crisp my bacon. No, it's <laughs> for your bacon, my goodness. We've got a lovely new studio up here in the hills. We're up way. We've got this wonderful homestead. So it'll be if next time you're over here, I'd love to get you up in the studio. And you, you, yeah, once, definitely. One Let's time you, in touch yeah, that. we've got beautiful big rooms, etc. I remember one time you expressed your desire to come and play in the hills again, Kavisha. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, I'm coming in February. There's a beautiful show that the Boite are putting on called The Fig Tree Revisited, Replanted. Yes. And um, it's a revisiting of a beautiful concert that was put on a few years ago by the Boite. Uh, um, it was the musical accompaniment to Arnold Zabel's book, The Fig Tree. And a lot of Mediterranean musicians, Greek, Jewish, Italian, 
um, it's just a gorgeous album called The Fig Tree, and it's um, going to be put on at the Hellenic Museum in um, uh, Melbourne on uh, February the 21st. There's going to be two shows, a matinee show and an evening show. So if you look that up on the Blunt website, The yes. Fig Tree Revisited, I'm going to be coming back for that oh, and then fantastic. hopefully organise a few other gigs around that. Fantastic. Yeah, look forward to seeing so you. So maybe, maybe that's the time to come up to the... Um, yeah, the okay, hills. great, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have to get some visitors in the studios again, but uh, at the moment we're still under COVID restrictions. But so that would be lovely. Thank you, Commissioner. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully by then it will be, you know, it will be um, sorted. I mean, more yeah. calm or... Yeah. You know. Well, everybody, I have to say, um, all over the country, people are very impressed with Victoria's, you know, Difficult situation, but great achievement yeah. of you know, yeah. uh, cutting down the numbers of community transmission. Brilliant, just brilliant. So yeah, yeah. So, I, spoke, I, spoke yeah. To, I spoke to Leo Sayer a few year, few weeks ago. He said the same thing. He thinks he thought it was fantastic that what yeah. Daniel Andrews did, and uh, despite all the criticism, and we're getting a bit nervous now with the re-emerging in Sydney again, aren't we? Well, I am anyway. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, but I think. Um, it's sort of because the culture in Sydney is different. They never did the full-on lockdown. Yes. Um, so um, I don't know. I think I think Victoria, perhaps because Victoria had it so hard, and they basically acculturated themselves to this lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in a way, it was sort of more. I mean, Perth is the worst. Because we only had a lockdown for six weeks, and like the rest of the time, it's like nothing's happened. Yeah. In a way, I, I, I fear have people really learnt anything? You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So, so I, I, I just take my hat off to Victoria and everybody yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. and I miss them. Oh, yeah, we well, miss you well. too, Commissioner Mazella. <laughs> and hopefully, as we said earlier, we can do travelling again. And um, yeah, three hours to yeah. three hours to Bali, Commissioner. And I've, I've heard like uh, the mine workers, instead of uh, flying back to uh, maybe their hometown of Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane, they go to Bali, have their break, don't they? Yeah, three hours. And uh, oh, I heard that. Oh my God. Mm. That's just amazing. <laughs> and uh, as yeah. I said, Villa di Cosano in Tuscany, um, we found out that we've been both to the same uh, villa in uh, Tuscany. Fantastic place, wasn't it? Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah. It is gorgeous. And they missed us. Um, they did give us credit so that next year, because we had already paid our, our, our um, yeah. for the rooms and everything. Oh, it's amazing. Hundreds of rooms, <laughs> decorated yeah. beautifully, decorated rooms, and that wonderful kitchen, Ms. Kavisha. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. So did absolutely. You, did you go there last year? I remember you posting some uh, pictures on Facebook. Yes, that made me very yes. nostalgic. I, I've been, yes, I've been there every year for like five years mm. with this uh, with our Cantiamo tour. Yes, um, and so of course this year's tour had to be cancelled. So they hopefully. Next year we can... I think we're going um, next September. Oh, we're, wow. we're, we're hoping by September it'll be in Europe all okay and um, yes. everyone's agreed to honour the bookings. So right. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, picture. Yeah. that'll work. The picture of that uh, laneway with the tr- le- the, uh, through the uh, 
through the vineyards there and I'm um, seeing her in the distance on the top of the hill there and uh, oh yeah <laughs> Oh my God! You're making me. Yeah, the, the nightingale singing down below in that small valley there, and uh, just wonderful, magical. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very magical part of the world. Yes, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, fond memories of uh, mm. nine, nine years ago now since we were there. Mm, okay, Kavisha, mm. it's always wonderful to speak to you. And um, you involved with any uh, like you involved here in um, the the um, the the. Uh, the Italian women's cry, the Voce della Luna. Are you involved with anything like that over there in, in Perth, are you? No, I just sort of decided to take a break, a yes, little break, and I did start a new. I started a new choir, um, which started with the, the name Healing Voices, and then their name got changed to Heart Place Choir because we were re, we were rehearsing every Wednesday morning in a yoga room called the Heart Place. Yeah. And so we decided to call us, because we were the choir in residence, we started to call ourselves Heart Place Choir. And um, that's been fantastic uh, fun. I've done three terms of that. That was like a post-COVID project mm. coming out of all that lockdown. And, um, yeah, and that's looking at meditation and sound and sound healing through choral singing. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a different angle. Um, then, but you know, it's all, anyway, any time anyone can sing is healing, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> and yeah. you, you want to go out with Kindness of Strangers, uh, a Christmas Carol yes. by Kavisha Mazella um, from 2014, is that correct? Yes, yes. Um, well, you know, because I often get asked to play Christmas carols at Christmas time, and I was thinking, oh, I want to write my own carol. So given that I was, um, you know, thinking about the refugees and everything, that's what I, I, I came up with this little carol. And I wrote it I wrote it as if it was a traditional sort of Appalachian folk song. Mm. And, uh, My version of it. <laughs> yeah, and Jesus was a refugee, wasn't he, Kavisha? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Do, so it starts with the words, little Jesus and his parents were refugees. Yeah. From a cruel king came murder and danger, so they ran for their lives in the dead of night, and they um, were saved by the kindness of strangers. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that always saves us, hey. That's right, uh, Kavisha. It's always a, a treasure. It's always a, a privilege to talk to you, and um, yeah, hope we catch up soon. And um, thank you, Graham, and good luck with uh, your mom and yes. everything. Yep. in the UK yep. I hope that all goes well for you I'll just say that to, you get out of before tonight. yeah yeah I was just talking to a off air listeners about I'm thinking about going back to England to see my 87 year old mother now you start to be thinking um Italy in September sounds pretty good as well <laughs> yeah well you can stop on the way well I was thinking about going earlier than um, yeah it's so good I miss Europe so much I lived in Amsterdam for five years and it's just so convenient nipping off here and there to France and uh yeah. And Germany yeah. and yeah, down there. I say to, I used to get the bus back to uh, to London and like I used to say, um, breakfast in Holland, morning tea time in um, or in um, in Belgium and uh, afternoon tea or lunch in France and back home for dinner in the Have evening been. in England. You know, <laughs> eight hours. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. All right. Would you like to Sorry. announce this uh, song, please, Kavisha, Countess of Strangers. Okay, so. I hope you enjoy Kindness to Strangers and I'm wishing everybody out there a happy Christmas and a happy New Year and and um, just uh, I hope that you get blessed by the kindness of strangers or you be the stranger that will be 
given the kindness. Either way, it's all good. Um, thanks for having me, and uh, I, I love. I love and miss Victoria very much. Yeah, we and miss I you hope too. to be there very soon in February. Thank yeah. you. We miss you too, and all the best to you and your family also, Kavisha. Thank you very much. Always a privilege Thank to you. talk to you, as I said. All the best. Thank you so much. Yeah, love you. Bye. 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 Love you too. Bye. Little Jesus and his parents were refugees From a cruel king came murder and danger So they ran for their lives in the dead of the night They relied on the kindness of strangers Freedom come.
And his parents were refugees From a cruel king came murder and danger So they ran for their lives in the dead of the night They relied on the kindness of strangers They relied on the kindness of strangers 